0: Greetings, guten tag, Hello, or however else you say hello, and welcome to VFTR 2.0. I am Chad, coming to you upstairs from the cave in the attic. I got the cooperino with me, so be prepared, you could hear squeaks. But I am also joined by the co-host with the mostest, my good buddy, and the man we call big baby daddy diesel
1: hello Lack. i am joining you as always from diesel's dapper dungeon of delight and yeah what a show we have for you today
0: what a show what a show uh, we actually we don't really plan things out so we yeah, maybe guess- it'll be a great one maybe it'll be a bad one who knows you're about to find out because we're not fucking around Just moving right into that first segment, which is, of course, hashtag TRT. And uh, once again, still don't have a sound effect for it, or maybe I do, and I just made myself look dumb. Who knows what Chad will do after this is over. But we're starting Top Rope Topics off this week with some topics slash questions from you, our wonderful fans. I know we didn't get a bunch of them, but that doesn't matter. We got some, and we're going to talk about them. So, first of all, we're starting... With Schmidt, who is at Tripod Reynolds, also used to be known as Chico Six Toes. Question is, have you ever considered investing time in Gels Marbles or Marbula One? Which if you don't know what those are, Diesel, it's the marble racing stuff.
1: I saw this question and I went to both of the Twitter accounts that were attached to the tweet and... Um, looks interesting. I didn't really like do much research into it, but I mean, I could see how it's, it's one of those things that are unique and like probably more difficult to do than most things. So I don't know. I could see myself being interested in it maybe.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, after looking at the Twitter accounts and then looking up a whole bunch of YouTube videos on them. I could definitely get behind it. It's oddly satisfying to watch these marbles just race around this track, even though there's like, it's like, uh, what, what you do? What we do as kids, uh, boxcar racing and, yeah. uh, those kind of things where there's not really that much skill. It's just gravity pulling things down and then just watching it go around a track. But it's oddly satisfying to watch these marbles whip around at fucking top speeds and just go mad as they're going around. I feel like this definitely gained popularity because of you know lockdown and everyone just trying to find anything to at all to watch on the television
1: or just like tiktok like those uh tiktoks where they put the cars on the treadmill and see what one is the last one standing i don't know why but i fucking love those they just yeah like you said that the marbles—they're so satisfying to see, like the cars racing and other ones like knocking into each other, and ones that just like die and just fall right off the treadmill. And yeah, look at me talking about TikTok—I don't even have TikTok app downloaded on my phone or anything like that. I just know about TikTok, and I should—we should do some TikToks, Chad like yeah that no. would be entertaining and if you're trying to fill some time that's all uh,
0: uh but yeah filled, you filled that time beautifully diesel with your tiktok chat but i'm definitely not going to start doing tiktoks i i've thought about it Allison even said you guys should do so i was like oh, i don't want to do a tiktok that just
1: oh no i was joking we're too old for that app like 100%. if anything if anything, we need to move into YouTube, but we're too lazy for that as well. So we'll just we'll just stay with the audio for now and yeah.
0: <laughs> but I will start watching some Marvel racing more often because you know, whatever. It's just satisfying. It's one of those things where I don't know why. Shouldn't be fun, but it is.
1: No, what about the like treadmill races with the cars and stuff like that?
0: You know oh, what I'm talking I- about? Yeah, I've, I've seen some of those. And every once in a while, like, I think I watched, like, I went down a rabbit hole one time and I watched a whole bunch of them. Cause, like, I was, there was like the Batmobile, like, every Batmobile hot rod and then toys. And, you know, I'm a sucker for anything that has to deal with Batman or comic books in general. But I don't, yeah. Yeah, it's probably those are equally as satisfying. Man, to be the first person who started doing that to get popular from that, what a fucking gig.
1: Right? <laughs> what a life. Yeah, 2020s. like 20s. The 20s are the weird decade. and it's weird calling it the 20s, but we, we live in the 20s. It is a yeah. weird decade so far, and we're only in 2022.
0: Oh yeah. No, it's that's a very, very weird decade. And I It's already
1: <laughs> been the weirdest decade of my life, and we're already we're only in 2022.
0: I would agree with that. I would agree with that completely. Thank you, Schmidt, for that question. Once again, give him a follow on Twitter at Tripod Reynolds. Let's move on to our next question asker. This is our good friend, Joe, a.k.a. Joseph Montcalm, who is on Twitter at Joe Montcalm, and that's Joe spelled how you think it would be, and then M-O-N-T-C-A-L-M, so also phonetic. Question is, he wants us to talk about Dolph Ziggle Piggle Pudding Pants' return to wrestling this week. Did you see this, Diesel?
1: Didn't he attack Fury because of his uh because he's the money in the bank holder and they're going to basically try to play off of Dolph Ziggler winning the money in the bank like 12 years ago all over again like they've done like so many times and like they have no direction for this wrestler and they never have in like the last decade and every time they do something with him it's just a failure because he sucks and i mean he doesn't suck but the booking sucks for him and he brings things down like the nxt championship and so i wish that uh Dolph ziggler would just retire and uh go into comedy full-time but uh, also stay away from madison because i'm not going to see your comedy show because i don't think you're that funny
0: Wow. So Diesel did see something about uh, Ziggle Pickle Pudding Pants' return. So I make a lot of fun, Ziggle Pickle Pudding Pants, and I call him Ziggle Pickle Pudding Pants. But, I mean, I don't hate him. It's just that he is, he's he's kind of that guy that's just always there. And it's... It's not fun anymore. Like he had his one moment where he cashed in the night after WrestleMania. Like that was it. Like that was this. That was the Dolph Ziggler that we all needed. And after that, it's all just kind of been a retread of everything he's done since then. And I just, I just can't get what behind. Mean?
1: Z- he got the Authority fired at Survivor Series.
0: Uh, oh, just fucking a man, fucking a. And Then they rehired the Authority in three weeks. So good job, Ziggle Piggle Pudding Pants good job yeah it was a stupid storyline such a dumb storyline and like every time it's i don't think it's dolph ziggler's fault at all i think it's that he is just such a like solid all-around performer that he just never like he's never like cemented into like a gimmick. He's always just got like he's been the show off, he's been a nice guy, then he was a dirty dog, and then now he's I don't even know. He's a suit wearing good guy. Like what the fuck am I supposed to think about sickle pickle pudding pants at this time?
1: He doesn't have a character and he never really has.
0: I'm here to show the world. I'm here to show the world. Come on. I, I just—it's not even a good entrance theme. Like I, I could get a lot of things behind and forgive a lot of things if he just had a better entrance theme.
1: Remember when he had the record scratch? That was the best time period of his career. <laughs> and I'm just being sarcastic because that was horrible. I hated it so much.
0: Yeah, none of us were fans of the record scratch, and. Yeah, I feel kind of bad always hating on Ziggle Pickle Pudding Pants because he is a really great pro wrestler. Like, he, he can sell like a motherfucker. He can do everything in the ring. He's got a good look. It's just, I don't know. He,
1: he's he was like, not horrible at promos either. Yeah.
0: It's like he was quasi shoved down our throats for a minute, and then now he's just always there, and he's always the guy they just shove into a feud last second when they need a replacement. Like... This wouldn't be happening if we WWE WWE didn't have a thousand injuries right now. Like, you can't tell me Dolph Ziggler would be in this position.
1: Well, I mean, also Dolph Ziggler would feel a lot cooler if, like, they would actually, like, commit to pushes and wrestlers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he was world champion, like, I think twice in his whole, like, run with WWE. But, like, like, it... Have him win it more. Like have more people, like stop giving it to the same people over and over and over. And like have Goldberg come in and win it. And then Brock Lesnar holds the title for a year and isn't even on TV. Like, like Dolph Ziggler probably would have benefited from like being pushed on the top of the card more, and he just kind of feels like a failure, you know?
0: Oh, hundred percent. I for all the good things about Dolph Ziggler. Just his whole run in the WWE has, you know, been kind of pitiful. As I said, I feel like he peaked way back when, when he won the Money in the Bank the first time and had AJ Lee and Big E Langston with him, and he cashed in to beat... Who the hell did he cash in on?
1: Was it Randy Orton?
0: Or John Cena? One of the two, if you feel like.
1: I don't remember. I was, I was still there in my room, Springer, so I don't remember exactly, but Randy Orton sounds right to me, so...
0: I could believe it was Randy Orton for sure. But yeah, so comments on the Ziggle Pickle Pudding Pants' return. Whoopity doo, Basil. Because I just, I, I just don't care anymore. And I probably should, but I don't. But let us thank Joseph Montcalm, who is on Twitter at Joe Montcalm. And make sure you check out Fourth Wall Wrestling. Uh, You can find them on Facebook by just searching fourth wall wrestling. I'm sorry. I don't have when their next show is coming up in front of me, but I guarantee they have one this month as they have a show like every month.
1: Uh, You need to listen to the Midwest wrestling roundup. I'm sure it's on there when the next show is on.
0: Look at these wonderful plugs we have. Yes. Check out the Midwestern wrestling roundup and find out when the next fourth wall wrestling show is. And, Make sure you give them a follow on the Facebook if you have a Facebook. I don't know. Seems like it's making a weird surge. I guess sidebar. Ding. I'm going to bring the bell, bell up one of these weeks. Did Have you noticed that like YouTube channels have started talking about Facebook again?
1: Mm, no. Like, like I've,
0: I've seen recently more and more Facebook channels like, oh, and make sure you give us a follow on our Facebook page as well. <laughs> Like, instead of, like, promoting their, like, Twitter or their Instagram or anything like that.
1: No, but usually by the time they get to that part of the video, I usually am on the next video. So, I guess, yeah.
0: That's fair. I like to give them their props and listen all the way till the end.
1: I mean, I do sometimes, but sometimes, excuse me, with the, like, bar, like, with all the, like, upcoming videos, if I'm, like, watching it on my computer... I can see, like, what video I want to watch next, and sometimes I get a little too antsy, and I'm like, okay, this is just the regular old, like, follow me on these things, subscribe, all that kind of stuff, so I'm just like, I know what's going to happen here, and I know sometimes I probably miss some hidden gems, like, at the end of episodes they keep there intentionally for the people that watch all the way through, but... Sometimes you need to get to that next episode, the episode that is telling you why Hannah Montana was a weird show, and those are the kind of those are the kind of YouTube videos I'm watching right now with people that are analysis, <laughs> analyzing, analyzing like <laughs> all their TV shows right now. Hey, and see- that's
0: fo- and that, folks, is the kind of quality podcast content you get here at VFTR 2.0, and um, thing.
1: Yeah, my brain had to sputter for a minute, but hey, I got there in the end. And that's all that matters.
0: It's true. It's not the it's not the journey, but the destination, right, Diesel?
1: Exactly. It's not it doesn't matter how you get there, as long as you get there.
0: Well, I, I don't know. I just thought it was a weird thing that I've noticed that more channels have been promoting their Facebook pages, and I thought Facebook was dying a slow death. But apparently maybe they're paying people again or something. I mean
1: Facebook is dying a slow death. It's very slow death. But, like, it's, it's the very, very beginning of the end for Facebook, I feel. And I feel like Twitter is kind of not far behind. Like, it's not there yet, but I feel like, yeah. Twitter yeah. is a cesspool.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were talking about on the pre-show uh, before we started recording about things that we might see the end of in our lifetime. And I would definitely say Facebook and Twitter could be two of those things.
1: Hey, My space is still going. My space yeah. is the impact of social media.
0: I know. I kind of want to start a MySpace page back up. I'm, I miss MySpace. That was the best.
1: Yeah, you know, it's not going to be the same, though. They're gonna, they, they probably fucked it up mm. like hardcore.
0: Hey, as long as I still can do top friends so I can, you know, make everyone figure out who I am judging them. And they're only in the third spot instead of the top spot. That's all I really care about.
1: That was the best. Got into some arguments about
0: that. So many times. What I what I do to make you mad? Why'd I drop two spots? Well, I just I just had to add this new person, man. You know, they gave me this. Fuck you. You're dead to me. Off my top
1: eight. It was like a weekly ranking system with your friends. Yeah. Oh, it was great.
0: Yeah. Every Monday, check for the new rankings of how I feel about you.
1: And then eventually they move to the top 16 so you can make everyone feel good.
0: Yeah. But then you started yeah, putting mean, like celebrities some in like there
1: have 16 friends yeah so they put like tom always started out as your number one
0: hey man tom was the best tom just wanted us to make friends all right and tom made a website and then fucked off and didn't bother us ever again
1: yeah i mean those times like what was that 2005 2006
0: 2007? earlier than that. I mean,
1: man no no it's about 2005, 2007 was like the height of MySpace.
0: Oh, ah, wow. Well. well, I was hip and I had one in the early 2000s. So suck on that, Diesel. Okay. <laughs> All right. On that note, uh, we'll uh, move on from that weird sidebar about our old man lives. Okay, next we go to, he's the man. We already promoted his one of his shows here on VGM, the Midwestern Wrestling Roundup. But this question comes from High Five Tom. And he is on Twitter at High Five Tom. And that is the number, not it spelled out. But Tom would love us to... Using only wrestlers from the unauthorized show that we so eloquently reviewed, another cheap plug, build a couple of matches for the upcoming Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view, even if said performers are under contract somewhere else, i.e. the War Boys. Oh, man. So only...
1: So basically we're traveling back to 2017, but putting on a show in 2022. Correct. So does that mean these wrestlers were at the spot they were at in 2017? Or are we just assuming that they're at where they are today?
0: I'd I'd say they're at the spot they are today. It's as if we had the same roster, but they just grew up.
1: That makes it more fun for sure. Um I don't know if I would change the opening match. Yeah. Having, even though I know Vinny and um, Matt Taven hate each other now. Okay. Faber. I don't even made real life. Who knows? I uh, still think like that match was fire when it happened. And I think like that was a really good opening match. I would keep that match the same. So it was, uh, the old, the middle kingdom versus, <laughs> <The> middle kingdom. <laughs> I guess that's, that's what they are, kind of.
0: I guess a little I mean, bit. Even
1: though they're the OG kingdom, I don't know. They're not the kingdom, they're the OG kingdom. So like, this is the middle kingdom. Yeah. So Vinny and Matt Haven versus the Motor City Machine Guns. I think that'd be a great opener.
0: Uh, you can listen to me bitch at Tom about the fact that he doesn't like the Motor City Machine Guns over <laughs> on his show. Marking out with high five Tom, where we reviewed this old show. And by reviewed, I mean, we basically talked to each other for a while with this show playing in the background.
1: Um, what else would we do? I well, would we'll definitely. Do.
0: So number one, I would switch something up and I'm also going to ignore injuries because instead of having uh, Jay white and Adam Cole face each other, I would actually take those two. And in the main event, I would have them face the Briscoes. Have a Jay White and Adam Cole versus the Briscoes. Adam Cole and uh, Mark or Jay Briscoe have a lot of history feuding over the Ring of Honor world title. Mark Briscoe is just the man. And then you get Bullet Club versus the Briscoes. And that's a hell of a main event, I feel like. Um,
1: then you would have to probably go with. Mm -hmm. would you do a six-man tag with the young bucks and marty versus um dalton castle and the war boys you still get the war boys in 2022
0: yep 100 and then it's i mean this is not bully
1: ray involved
0: yeah don't have to have bully ray involved and i know we have to have marty involved and that's a whole different bag of snakes and then i we don't need to talk about that but the supervillains were a great six-man tag for, you know, being just pro wrestlers and taking everything about personal lives out of the picture at all.
1: Uh, who would Silas Young wrestle? Would you Jay do, Lethal. You still do Jay Lethal?
0: I think so. Because I don't know where else I would put Jay Lethal then.
1: I mean, you could do a multi-man match like they did. But do like Jay Lethal, Silas Young. Um,
0: Punishment Martinez.
1: Yeah, Punishment Martinez and Shane Hangman. Taylor.
0: Oh, we still got Hangman too. He was on the show. Oh, yeah,
1: still got Hangman. Well, then, I mean, you could do Hangman versus the Beer City Bruiser. Yeah. Like, those were some good matches. Like, they actually put on good matches together.
0: Yeah, and put them in a Milwaukee street fight or yeah, a Texas yeah. death match or whatever the hell you want to call it and just let them oh, batter yeah, the fuck be, out of each other.
1: Yeah, that would be a great match in 2022 for real. Not, that's not even being like no. sarcastic.
0: No um, hyperbole involved.
1: I mean, I wouldn't book Bully Ray. He can go fuck himself. We still got Legion of Boom. So yeah, Maybe we just have it uh, them face each other just for fun.
0: Yeah, or we could throw them into the Bullet Club versus Briscoes and have the Legion of Boom and make it a three-way tag team match.
1: I mean, they were the addiction then, but that night they were Legion of Boom.
0: Yeah, I know. Sorry. Uh, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian, if you don't know who we're talking about. Sorry, that was probably a very important point to make since I don't think they ever were referred to as the Legion of Boom again.
1: Yeah, I mean, that would be a good like addition to that match for sure yeah who else are we missing anybody in the card? i mean cheeseburger yeah i don't know you know what instead of having cole cabana on commentary we could do a cheeseburger versus cole cabana match comedy match
0: boom nailed it now, i think that's everyone uh whoever ret titus's character we didn't book but that's okay uh, and yeah not bully ray i think we only i think we hit every other match Pretty Yeah. And if we didn't, Tom will tell us, and then we'll talk about it next week because Tom's the best. And if you don't know Tom's the best, make sure you check out all of his podcasts here on visionaries, global media, including marking out with high five Tom, which is only one podcast, but has three separate kinds of podcasts in it where he does revelry for old ring of honor television, which is great. He does chopping it up where he talks to people like me and diesel about our past or our passions or whatever else. And then also, finally, he also has just his, what does he even call it? Showcase series where he reviews like movies or other cool things like that. So check out Tom, Visionaries Global Media. And that's not even counting that he also does the Midwestern Wrestling Roundup because the dude's fucking nuts. He's great, but he's fucking nuts. Follow him on Twitter at High Five Tom. And as always, that is the number five, not it spelled out. Let's keep cracking on, though. That is the end of our questions from you wonderful fans slash topics, I guess. So now we move to our first topic that Diesel and I wanted to talk about because, folks, it's getting close. I can smell it in the air. Yes, it may be summertime, but I don't care because what's really meaning a lot to me is that fall is right around the corner. And that means, folks, it's egg ball season or hand egg or what it really should be called, and it is called, football season, folks. Because rookie training camps open soon, and then the real training camps do, and then it's just a fucking snowball effect until we get to opening day. So Diesel and I are going to do some far too early predictions for this year's upcoming NFL season.
1: Do you know what I saw on Facebook this morning?
0: What did you see on Facebook this morning?
1: We are only nine Sundays away from the first Sunday of football.
0: See, folks, right around the corner. And then that's all we'll talk about on the podcast. So be prepared.
1: Yeah. Um, I am I'm super excited for this football season. This offseason hasn't disappointed like it's the thing that I like about sports is even though they're not playing games, there's still shit ton of stuff going on. Like with the NBA right now, it's going crazy with where players are going and stuff like that. Um, but the NFL, this off season has had a lot of changes and they have which was strong last season, like definitely bulked up this year and is like, that's a powerhouse conference. Like for oh, yeah. sure, like NFC, is nothing compared to the AFC, which I'm also happy that the Packers probably are the best team in that NFC. So I don't have to worry about, uh, like missing out on the playoffs, but playoffs. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited for 2022 football. Like this last year was like, there was only like one bad week. Every week was like amazing. And Just a I can't wait every to week. start out, uh, with, uh, red zone and uh it makes sunday the best day of the week
0: it really does uh but before i guess we get into predictions then you kind of brought up how crazy this offseason was what do you think was your craziest moment of this entire nfl offseason craziest move or even you know like a draft thing that happened
1: uh there, there's a couple um i would kind of say deshaun watson like I think it's kind of nuts that Cleveland would trade for him before you know what the penalty is going to be for his off the field stuff. So I think that was kind of crazy that they did that. Not shocking, but crazy. And I guess the the domino effect of trades for wide receivers when – Devonte Adams got traded to Las Vegas. And then the next day, Tweak Hill got traded to Miami. And then A.J. Brown got traded to Philadelphia. It's just, like, like, all these, like, number one receivers all in the top five of wide receivers in the NFL just, like, they have new homes now. It just it's, – it's kind of interesting how, like, that nobody predicted that happening, like – AJ Brown was, like, a maybe, you know, and, like, Devontae Adams. Everyone just figured that they were going to work out his contract. He's going to stay in Green Bay. And, like, nobody saw Terry Hill leaving the Chiefs. That was, like, a big shocker. But
0: And everyone thought, especially after Aaron Rodgers, the whole Aaron Rodgers drama resolved, and he said he was coming back for another year, and they figured out the contract. Like, we live in Wisconsin. I listen to, generally, local sports talk radio when I'm on my way to work and things like that because – Sometimes it's fun to hear the local people talk about the team that I'm not the biggest, I'm not a big Packers fan, but I follow the team. I know what's going on. I work in a bar. I have to talk about it all the time. So I better be informed. And the minute Aaron Rodgers resigned, like they stopped talking about Devonta Adams' contract at all because it was a foregone conclusion that Devonta Adams was coming back because it was his boy, Aaron Rodgers is coming back. So clearly they're going to run it back one more time. And when I saw the news that he got traded to the Raiders of all teams and for like a decent haul but then with the very next day Tyreek Hill getting traded for an even huger haul it was yeah I think the craziest part of the offseason was just this massive like reshuffling of number one wide receivers and even like number twos and threes like everyone's wide receiver core basically is going to look completely different this year
1: well, I mean, and then yeah, there's a lot of stuff, and we'll probably talk about it for going division by division. But like, it's just this off season has been crazy uh, with the draft and stuff like that. Like, I haven't followed college football closely enough in the last couple years to even like really know who's good or who, like I'm uh, assuming that the people that got drafted in the first few rounds are like whoever got drafted at all. Should be good because you got drafted in the NFL, and that's just an accomplishment. Whether it's in the first round or the seventh round, to me, that's impressive. So I don't know as long some teams. I don't know. I don't know who drafted who. I don't know who the Packers drafted, but
0: yeah, but. This draft was
1: going to be awesome.
0: Yeah, this draft was also kind of a weird draft where it wasn't really a superstar draft, if you will. It was a lot of, like, really good players, but I don't think there was anyone who was truly, like, you know, prognosticated to be a superstar.
1: I think those are the better drafts, though. I think there's more talent in those drafts. And, like, I don't know. Like, those are the drafts you see, like, Eight years after, and like the majority of that draft class is still playing because they were good, yeah. you know. The, rather, when you have those drafts that have a superstar, a couple superstars, and like those are the only guys playing within like the next eight years, like it happens. So, I don't know, we'll see what happens. But, when, uh, what were your crazy things besides the wide receivers? Is anything for you?
0: Uh, number two besides the wide receivers was Russell Wilson getting traded to the Broncos. I like the writing had been on the wall for a while that Russell wanted out of Seattle, but for what they traded for, for Russell fucking Wilson, a Super Bowl winning quarterback, like they got Drew Locke. And then Seattle did nothing. So just the absolute kind of Seattle just giving up, it feels like. <laughs>
1: So, back in probably March, uh, I could have been late February, I was still delivering pizzas, and I was listening to the Zach Gelb show, and John Clayton was his guest on there. R.I.P. to John Clayton, even though I thought his opinions were always kind of stupid. But anyways, he, like... His opinion was there's no way they were going to trade Russell Wilson Seahawks. There was no way. And like Zach Gilb was like arguing with him about it and like, well, you know what? They traded him and that's probably what killed the what's his face? I can't remember his name anymore. John Clayton. It's probably not, even though he does have one of the best. This Sports Center commercials with his ponytail.
0: Mom, I'm done with my out to Slayer. Where's the meatloaf?
1: What? Yeah, boom. Um, want to get into this, talk division by division?
0: Sure, and uh, I guess why not, since we're already talking about him a little bit. We'll go to one of the toughest divisions in all of football this year, and we'll start in the AFC West.
1: Yeah, I mean, this probably has to be, on paper, the best division easily. Oh, yeah. Like, all four teams have a quarterback, and... I would say the worst quarterback in the division is, um, uh, what's his Derek name? Carr. Derek Carr, yeah, and and he has arguably I mean, the best wide he's...
0: receiver of any of the teams now with all the trades and such that happened.
1: True. I'm just saying, I think David Carr, is not David Carr, uh, Derek Carr, is uh...
0: his way worse older brother, David Carr. He was. <laughs> – <laughs> less yeah. talked about David Carr, the better.
1: Derek Carr, I think, is still a pretty good quarterback. So I don't know. And plus, like you said, they have uh, Devonte Adams. That's on top of having Hunter Renfro and uh, the tight end. Uh, um.
0: Oh, uh, Waller. yeah, Waller. Derek Waller, Darren Waller.
1: Yeah, see, uh, you should know that. Yeah, I had on offense, every fantasy
0: team last year.
1: Yeah, That offense is stacked. So, but they're not going to win the division because they're also playing against the Broncos who like who the better question is who's going to get last, you know, like, because I think it's going to be between the Broncos and the Raiders, unfortunately. But then again, you got the Chiefs who like don't have to kill anymore and decided to replace them with Marquez Valdez-Gatling scantling who uh was playing for the packers for the last five years and he was fast but he couldn't catch a ball save his life so like i wasn't even sad to see him go and it sucks for the chiefs that they're gonna be now on the downfall because yeah just the way things work um that being said you also have the other team that I haven't talked about yet in this division. The again, Los San Angeles?
0: Diego. No, it's Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah,
1: Damn it. They still should be San Diego. Yeah. It doesn't feel right saying the Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, I think that it's the Chargers' year to win this division. Really? I don't know. I would say they're going to win it with uh, – They're going to win it with a 12 and five record because this division is going to beat up on each other. So they're going to get a few losses, but I'm going to go chargers chiefs Raiders Broncos.
0: Wow. I absolutely love me some Justin Herbert. I think he is absolutely stellar at quarterback. And I think the chargers are definitely the team on the rise the most in this division, Your question of who do I think is going to get last in this division, I think we're going to see a fall from grace. And this is actually my biggest surprise as well of the year. I don't know why I started in the AFC West because this is where my biggest surprise comes. I got in last the Chiefs and not with a terrible record. uh, I'm going to say they're going to go nine and eight, but... I think with these divisions, this division is going to beat the shit out of each other. Like this is going to be the hardest division to win. I could see like all of these basically splitting except for I think the Chiefs basically get swept in their own division this year. I think all of these other teams have done everything in their power to build a team to beat the Chiefs. Not even like specifically to beat anyone else in the entire NFL or even win a Super Bowl. These teams in the AFC West are built to beat the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, but you're saying that, but the Chiefs have the best quarterback. Their defense is weaker. Uh, I mean, you need to make some good points, but they they definitely have the best quarterback in that division.
0: They do, but every one of these AFC teams has played Patrick Mahomes so tough in the West. Like They know Patrick Mahomes. They play him twice a year, I think this is the year especially without Tyreek Hill just being able to take that top top off the defense because that opened so much up for Travis Kelce over the middle everything like that you had to put one safety deep every time and if you didn't Patrick Mahomes would throw it and they'd get a touchdown and
1: so you're basically talking about like the AFC East in like 2009 10 11 when they're trying to like build teams to beat the Patriots and it didn't happen <laughs>
0: I am. And I guess we'll see if the AFC West teams have actually done it this time. I, I, I think that loss of Tyreek Hill is just really going to impact the Chiefs more than even any of us really can imagine.
1: Yeah, it's, I didn't see it coming. And no. if I were a Chiefs fan, like I'm a Packers fan. So the whole Devontae Adams thing was like kind of stunning. But at the same time, Like, you knew, like, there was a possibility that he was out the door. Like, nobody knew anything about this Tariq Hill thing. It just happened out of nowhere. So, like, yeah, if I were a Chiefs fan, I'd be pretty, pretty confused and, like, probably upset, like, why, you know? Like, Like, I mean, they got a good haul for him, but, like,
0: but still was it to-
1: really worth it because like the stuff they got back for him are maybes you know he was the real deal So i don't know, I don't know. yeah well, I guess he's we'll wait and see.
0: he's the first like player that i've ever seen just turn like actually use their just un- like godly speed and turn it into actual like game things like Because there's a lot of guys in the NFL who are fast as fuck. Like, people run, like, four, two, fives at the combine and everything like that. So, people, there are probably guys out there who are, you know, as fast as Tyreek Hill. But he's the only one I've ever seen be able to combine it into an actual wide receiver. And with that speed, run crisp routes and make it not just that he's running a fly route every time. Like, Tyreek Hill is a fucking good wide receiver. I just... Couldn't believe when they traded him and to the Dolphins. I just, I I was at work when this happened and I thought it was an Onion article when it came across my phone. Like, because I glanced down at it real quick and I was like, aha, good job, Onion. And then I got like seven more notifications from all my other sports apps saying, Tyra Keel traded to the Dolphins.
1: Yeah. Do you want to move on to the AFC South?
0: Oh, yes, yeah, sure. Oh, uh, for the rest of my order, I also agree. I think the Chargers are winning the West. I think it'll be a dogfight between the Broncos and the Raiders for that second spot, but I'm going to give it to the Broncos because I really believe in Russell Wilson. And so I think we get two teams of playoffs out of this because I think the division winner and the Broncos make the playoffs and both the Raiders and Chiefs miss it. I don't
1: know. It's, I think it's going to depend on Russell Wilson's like chemistry with Jerry Judy.
0: Hey, we'll see man, Russell Wilson has made it work with a lot less, and uh you know so i i I think Russell Wilson is going to do phenomenal, especially with that uh fucking low or that high altitude and that being thinner he's got a pretty rainbow ball, so I could see him throwing a lot of friggin just fly routes
1: hey, you know I'm a Russell Wilson fan and he played for the Badgers, which is awesome, and I don't know I just I worry that his finger injury like he might not be the same because like when he came back, I know he came back too soon last year, but like he didn't look like Russell Wilson of old and I don't know. And I like the weird thing is that game that he got injured, I watched for like maybe 45 seconds. I flipped to it and it was that play. And I saw his finger all mangled and it, it was gross. disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, I just hope that that's all good because if that's all good, then the Broncos are going to be a dangerous team. But if not, it's probably Russell Wilson's done forever. And that yeah. sucks. Yeah, It does.
0: All right. Now we can move on to the AFC South. Uh, you want me to go first this time or you want to go first again?
1: Go ahead. You can go first. I have my thoughts, but I'm interested to hear what you think about this division. Cause I'm actually excited about this division.
0: I think this is the little division that could, uh, to give like an odd reference, because I don't think anyone's going to talk about this division that much in this preseason. But I think all four of these teams are definitely, at least besides the Jags, playoff like worthy teams where we could see them do something good if, you know, the pieces happen to fall their way with the Titans, the Colts, the Texans, and then, of course, the lowly, lowly Jaguars. I think that the Jaguars are going to be a way better team this year than they were last year. I think that last year they were a way better team than their record stated. They only really got blown out like a handful of times, but that's going to happen with a rookie quarterback. He's going to throw like, you know, a few three interception games. But in general, they have a solid defense, and I think they're going to get better on offense. So I don't think they're going to be that bad. I think they're going to be right at like middle of the – lower end of the spectrum like eight and ten or eight and nine they're not going to be quite 500 but they're going to be close they're going to middle around 500 I think the Titans come in third because I think the trading of AJ Brown once again I don't really see that they replaced him with much I know they drafted a wide receiver and everything like that but once again that's an unknown commodity so we'll see and is this whole Ryan Tannehill experiment still going to keep working like is Ryan Tannehill who we thought he was or is who who we hope he is? Where is he the Ryan Tannehill of a couple years ago where he threw like 40 touchdowns and no interceptions? Or is he the Ryan Tannehill of the end of last year where he couldn't hit the broad side of a barn with a ball and kept throwing picks in crucial moments every time the game was on the line? Like, which Ryan Tannehill are we going to get? And can you keep riding Derrick Henry to infinity and beyond? Because I know he's King Henry, but... Man, after he got hurt last year, that team was not the same. And can he survive? Uh,
1: so then you have the Colts at number
0: one Colts at number one and a resurgent I mean, Texan team getting the second spot. Yeah. None of the three bottom teams making the playoffs, but
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Colts are the obvious front runner, but. I like the Jaguars to improve, like you said, because they are, like, they got a young quarterback that, like, everyone says is, like, generational talent, which, like, you could see sparks of it last year on a bad team, and this year, they don't have Urban Meyer coaching them, and they have, actually, a Super Bowl-winning coach, Doug Peterson, coaching them, which... I mean it's going to take a lot to make this team good and I think they'll be better. I don't think they'll be playoff bound this year, but maybe it's a stepping stone into next year.
0: Um I do think last year they were the youngest NFL team by a lot. Like I think their average age was only like 20 like 3 or something like that. It was wild how young that team is.
1: Um then yeah, like the Titans you don't know what you're getting out of Ryan Tannehill. He's had ups and downs, but he's had a pretty solid career. When He started with Miami, and then uh, he came in as a backup to Marcus Mariota, and Marcus Mariota kind of shit the bed, and Ryan Tannehill, kill, Ryan, Ryan Tannehill came in and picked up the pieces, and they've been a powerhouse in the AFC the last couple of seasons. But, yeah, losing A.J. Brown is – I don't know if that's going to be as big of a deal as you think it would be because he was actually out for a good chunk of last season, and they still did some damage without Derrick Henry. So adding Derrick Henry back in the mix, if he has a season where he's healthy all year long, like they're definitely going to win 10 games. If Derrick Henry plays all 17 games, they're winning 10
0: of those. I mean, you know how much I love Derrick Henry. I have been on the Derrick Henry Derrick Henry bandwagon since he came out of Alabama. I drafted him every year in the first few years where he didn't get anything, and I just hold on to him all year. I love Derrick Henry, but I just, can you keep riding him?
1: So I guess here's my order. I'm putting the Texans last because they don't know where they're going. And they're still trying to figure stuff out. And they have Lovey Smith as their coach, who like failed with the Bears. He got him to a Super Bowl, but other than that, he wasn't a very good coach for the Bears. He was horrible with uh, the Buccaneers, he was horrible with the University of Illinois. And somehow he finds himself as head coach again with his big giant Santa Claus beard, which I do like. It looks good on him. He looks but so good I
0: with just, that giant Santa Claus beard.
1: I just, I. I don't know. I'm just not a believer in the Texans this year. So I'm going to go Texans, Jaguars, Titans, Colts, and the Colts are going to be definitely a favor in the AFC because like adding Matt Ryan, plus having uh, James Taylor. Jonathan. and Yeah, James Taylor is a singer. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Taylor, and he was another Badger. I don't know how I fucked that up. But, like, I don't know. They're just – the Colts, like, they were good last year, and for some reason Carson Wentz couldn't figure it out. because Carson Wentz isn't what we thought he was going to be. But, like, we know who Matt Ryan is. Matt Ryan's been a stable top-tier quarterback in this league for a decade plus. So, I think – his twilight years in uh, Indianapolis are going to be bright. I do think that it's possible they make a Super Bowl run with Matt Ryan as their quarterback.
0: You know what I? Even not think, this year. You know, what I see a big comparison to with this whole Matt Ryan moving to Indy thing.
1: Sam's or er, Stafford, Matt Stafford.
0: No, no, I'm going even farther back to it. Even like I feel it's even kind of even a closer comparison, especially with the fall off of Matt Ryan these past few years and all the shit he's taken. Kurt Warner, man. Going Kurt to the Warner Cardinals. A little
1: different though. Kurt Warner came into Arizona as the backup. He's backing up Matt Ladder.
0: I know he was, but still, I feel like this team is built for a Super Bowl run and Matt Ryan. Yeah. Matt Ryan really could be, wanted, or, Yeah, Matt Ryan could be the missing piece.
1: I really wanted them to get uh, Matt Stafford last year. And he went to the Rams, and it worked out for him. But I believe he would have won a Super Bowl with the Colts as well. But, yeah, the Colts are going to be a dangerous team in the AFC. And I don't mind that. I've always been a fan of the Colts.
0: Yeah. Um, You know the Colts love themselves a good Boston College quarterback. Oh, yeah. Andrew Luck references Um, in 2022, folks.
1: Andrew Luck played for Stanford.
0: Yeah, he did, didn't he? Fuck.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Fuck.
0: I knew it was one of those smart schools.
1: Yeah, there you go. Um, So, yeah, uh, I'm excited for this division because, like, I definitely think the Jaguars are going to improve. And, I don't know, I think the Titans, if Derrick Henry stays healthy, the Titans are going to be a team you don't want to mess with. They're not going to go far in the playoffs, but they'll they'll make the playoffs as a wild card, I think.
0: Yeah. I think, as I said, I think they're the little division that could, where I think two teams could come out of this playoff, but – or get into the playoffs, but I think the Colts are going to be a far and away like front runner and a Super Bowl favorite. This is kind of feels like when Peyton Manning was running the AFC South and all the other three teams were just trying to get up to their level where I feel like these other three teams are good, but none of them are on the Colts level.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: All right. uh, Let's go next to the AFC North and uh, you can go first on this one. Diesel.
1: So this one is very interesting because uh, the team that finished in last place in this division was the Baltimore Ravens, who I believe it was like week 12. They had the number one seed in the AFC. So like, and I know that they were littered with injuries since like before the season even started, they lost like both their running backs. and I lost like seven preseason. running backs. <laughs> yeah, but they like both their starting running backs in preseason they lost a whole bunch of defensive players throughout the year and plus lamar jackson but i still felt like uh what was his name who was their backup
0: oh uh uh, Tyler
1: tyler something
0: yeah he looked good uh the easy he was a rook too or very young wasn't he
1: he's very young i think it was his second year
0: Second year. I can't remember what his name is, but I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. Like he like did really good at filling in. Like they should have beat the Packers. They should have never went for two. That was the dumbest thing, ever. especially the week before when they did the same exact fucking thing. Yeah. Like, oh man. I it, it kind of baffles my mind that they didn't fire Harbaugh after this season because he like he blew this season. They were literally number one seed and like yeah he blew this season it was coaching the reason why they they started out eight and three and ended up going eight and nine and that was because of coaching it wasn't i mean injuries didn't help but yeah
0: that's why he gets to keep his job is because of all those injuries he can point a finger at that if they wouldn't have lost that many players i do agree they probably would have fired harbaugh
1: so like my thing here with the the, um ravens is though you have Lamar Jackson, who I personally feel is overrated. But that being said, I do think he's a good quarterback. I'm not saying he shouldn't be a starter or anything like that. I just feel like because he's won that MVP, like it's hard to compare like a running quarterback to like a passing quarterback. It just I don't know. Am I I prefer like the Aaron Rodgers and the Tom Brady's that sling the ball. I don't know. It's just my personal preference. But anyways, if he's also not under contract for next season, so he's probably going to try to ball out this year and so he can make money next year. And I don't see him resigning with Baltimore because I feel like that bridge has been burnt. Like he wanted a deal done. He wanted to be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. And they're like, um, no. And it's like, (laughs) That's what it was. That's basically what happened. And so, I don't know. But I feel like he's going to ball out this year because he's going to be looking for a job next year and getting paid. So, I I think that Baltimore is going to win the North this year. They're going to go from last to first, but they're barely going to win the North, and I think it's going to be like – either a game over or a tiebreaker scenario over the Bengals because the Bengals, I think, are on the rise. I think last year wasn't a fluke, and I think, like, that was the start of something special. And you know what else? They also, like, have an offensive line now. They went out on free agency and signed a whole bunch of people. So Joe Burrows with an offensive line – he didn't have an offensive line last year, and look what he did. With an offensive line, maybe – I still think it's going to be like uh, <laughs> a thirteen and four or twelve and five like tie like scenario, yeah. and the Bengals are, are going to be edged out by the Ravens. Like, but yeah, it's yeah. And then, then who's going to get last? Because Deshaun I and mean, I'm surprised, hasn't had like a ruling on what his punishment's going to be yet. But he's going to be suspended, whether it's going to be like half season, full season, even a couple games. That's going to affect the Browns. Plus he's never played for the Browns. So there's going to be like a learning curve for a hot minute. I just,
0: he, no matter what though, I did read is going to be able to participate in off season and preseason.
1: Well, I mean, and that, that's camp. definitely a plus, but like you have Jacoby Brissett playing games compared to Deshaun Watson. You know, I don't know. It just, and why did the Browns give Deshaun Watson a hundred percent guaranteed contract. Like, of all the people in the NFL right now, you'd think that he'd probably be on the list to probably not do that.
0: Just because, like, stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because of his life. That's it's wild. I then you did, got Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, you got Pittsburgh. With their starting quarterbacks. Probably going to be Mitch Trubisky, which, Mitch the bitch. Um, I don't know. It's... I don't know. It's going to be a battle for last place between the Browns and Pittsburgh. They're probably going to be seven and ten, eight and nine teams. No, I don't know. I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Browns, Pittsburgh. No, I'm going to go Pittsburgh Browns, Bengals, Ravens. But Ravens win on tiebreaker.
0: This division, I think, is the most difficult to pick altogether. Because I think there's so many just random outliers in this division that could completely change the you know complexion of it and how everything will shake out. What what is going to happen to Deshaun Watson? How many games is he going to be suspended for? If it's only a few games, Deshaun Watson you know, as a Texans quarterback was the most efficient quarterback that year had the best passer rating and was like the first quarterback to ever like throw for 70% or over 70% of his or complete 70% of his passes in a year with like 4,000 yards and all these touchdowns who, and shit.
1: Who plays wide receiver for the Browns now? Cause I know like, cause all got traded last year. Um, Jarvis Landry is playing for the saints. Like, who do they even have now?
0: That is a fantastic question. I know that they have uh, People's Jones.
1: Oh, yeah, he was good last year.
0: He was. He me saved me a few weeks in fantasy. That's the only reason I know he is on that team.
1: I mean, they still have Chubb and... Uh, Your boy. Yeah, I can't remember his name right now for some reason.
0: Uh, neither can I. So now we sound like idiots. But So
1: many football players.
0: Yeah. Do love he is me, my some,
1: boy. I've had him on my fantasy team like four years.
0: I do love me some Nick Chubb. That guy is a beast. So if if Deshaun Watson plays like that, completely changes that team, and that's a solid Browns defense. Like I don't think they really lost anybody, and they were a solid defense last year. And then you have Pittsburgh, and who the fuck knows what Pittsburgh's going to do? But they're always going to be tough. Like no matter who's playing on that Pittsburgh team, it doesn't seem to matter. They either. I think-
1: I think Mitch Trubisky is probably better than a really old Ben Roethlisberger was last year. I think that's an improvement at quarterback, to be honest.
0: It is, and they also have the rookie out of Pitt, uh, whose name I also can't think of right now.
1: But I, I don't, I don't think he's going to start right away. No, I think Mitch Trubisky is going to win the job, and I think he's going to do a fine job because he's not playing for the Bears because the Bears ruined him. I mean, they should have never drafted him number two anyways, but whatever. That's a different story. But, uh, yeah. Wonder, sidebar.
0: Sidebar. Ding.
1: Chaos Theory. If the Bears were to have drafted Deshaun Watson, did this whole, like, massage scandal happen? Does it happen?
0: You know, I mean, I'll, I know. Probably not. Chicago's a way different town than uh like Houston, Houston Texas. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's weird to think about, right? Yeah. What if they would have like traded up to get Deshaun Watson instead of Mitch Trubisky?
0: Which made no sense. Even as someone who's not an NFL prognosticator. How do you trade that many picks for a guy who played one year of college football? I
1: still think the funniest thing is the fucking 49 nineers wanting and Nick Bosa. They Didn't want a quarterback, so like you gave up all these picks to move up one spot with a team that was drafting Nick Bosa, no matter what.
0: Correct. Great management, it's
1: the guys. Dumbest draft move in the history of the draft. I don't care what you say. And yeah. you have Mitch Trubisky with the draft that had Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes in it.
0: Mm-hmm. And Patrick Mahomes fell. You could have just, you didn't even need to draft him in the fucking three spot. You could have got somebody else and waited kind of in the second round. But back to this year of football. So the Browns and Pittsburgh are just absolute wild cards to me. I don't think, I'm not saying wild card teams. I'm just saying complete wild cards. To, I don't know. They could either have a, you know, season that they're up right around 500, or they could be absolute shit storms where yeah. they go two and 15.
1: They're not going to sneak into the playoffs like the Steelers did last year. I feel like the AFC is too strong for that. But then again, there's going to be a lot of like teams that got beat up through the year. There has to be a team that with that extra wild card spot. I guess there has to be a team that slips in.
0: Yeah. So I don't. Well, I'm a, maybe, I have that maybe, maybe, coming up in my Steelers next division. Again.
1: Maybe, but maybe, maybe. Sean Watson is only suspended like half a season and comes back and tears it up and they sneak into the playoffs and they make a run. Who knows? Could be interesting.
0: Oh yeah. And then the top of this division, I think the Bengals are an improved team who just came off a Super Bowl run. And I know there's a lot of stigma behind the team that loses the Super Bowl the year after, they usually have a, you know, bad year. It's just how it goes seen it happen many a time, but there are teams who have bucked that trend. And I think the Bengals are going to be one of them because that defense is good. They got an offensive line now. And I don't think that connection between Burrow and Jamar Chase is going anywhere. And by God, is that not one hell of a QB to wide receiver connection? I think that they not run away with the division, but I I think they actually win this division and have it sealed up where they get to rest Jamar Chase and Burrow for week 17.
1: 18?
0: 18, sorry. 17 Um, games, 18 weeks.
1: I think low-key the Cincinnati Bengals have the best receiving core in the NFL. I think a lot of people are overlooking the talents of T. Higgins and T.J. Boyd. I really do think like, – And then you throw in, really in C.J. Uzuma choosing. at tight end. Yeah. Like, and they got a good uh, run game, too, with um, I mean, Joe uh, –
0: Mixon.
1: Yeah, Joe Mixon. Like, yeah. Ugh. Man.
0: there Mixon for a Mixon.
1: Uh, I, like, I'm not going to lie. I am on the bandwagon – for the Bengals. I mean, I've never hated them before, but I've never liked them as much as I like them right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, And then I, so my order goes, the Bengals, the Ravens, uh, the Browns, and Pittsburgh, but I have everyone in this division missing the playoffs besides the Bengals, with everyone else either going 10 and 7 or worse.
1: So, what do you think uh, Lamar Jackson is going to do this year? Like I said, he's it's contract here. He's looking to get paid.
0: I think that Lamar Jackson is going to attempt to ball out, and I think something bad's going to happen.
1: He's going to get hurt again? Yeah. He's going to do a front flip into the end zone when there's no one around him and hurt his back and no. miss five games because of it?
0: Yeah, I just – With so many injuries last year, I know it's, we can just go, oh yeah, you know, if all those players come back, they're going to be a way better team. And yeah, at one point they were the number one seed, but they always felt like a sham of the number one seed. Like the Bengals snuck out a lot, or I mean, sorry, not the Bengals. The Ravens snuck out a lot of games on the leg of their kicker. Like they won a lot of last second games.
1: Well, they beat the Lions with the record, which, yeah. It shouldn't have happened because there was a penalty that was missed the play before, but I mean, that being said, like it was going to happen any team. It was going to happen the line the zone. Yeah. I saw it happen live. Like it's a memory I'll have. Like I jumped out of my chair because 67 yards, I think they changed it to 66, which is bullshit. But I still like, remember, like I jumped out of my chair. Cause I'm like, there's no way I know it's Justin Tucker. There's no way he's going to make this kick though. Like it's, like, there's so many times I've seen them try to make it from this distance, and they're always short. And I'm like, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't fucking believe it.
0: Yeah. No. So and the
1: Lions lost when they shouldn't have lost.
0: Like, exactly. But, yeah, I they, think on uh,
1: the Lions later. I have some things to say about the Lions.
0: Ooh, I do too. I But still in the AFC North, I think all the other three teams missed the playoffs. and Because I think the AFC is a murderer's row this year. And I don't think you're getting in the playoffs without at least – An 11-6 and record.
1: Let's recap. So, so far you said only the Colts in the South. Yep. Only the Bengals in the North.
0: Yep. Did you have two in the West? I did have two in the West. I had the Chargers winning and the Broncos uh, as a wildcard team.
1: So then, obviously, there's three in the East. That is correct. Good, sir. Yeah. And that's what I like to call a transition.
0: Hey-oh, segue. AFC West, you want me to go first or you want to go first?
1: It's the East. Yeah, East, you yeah. You go first. This is your division.
0: It is. And this division, like, holy fuck, did this division just ramp it up. Like, it's been years of just teams fighting to beat the Patriots for many, many moons
1: the second or third best division in the NFL. It's yeah. between that and the NFC West Between that's fighting for the second best division.
0: I would completely agree with that, and I would say it's a toss-up as well because I just think don't think there's any comparison to the AFC West. All four of those teams are just stacked from top to bottom, and every other division has at least one weak horse in their division who's going to get the shit kicked out of them for a while. Oh, I see. and.
1: see North has three week horses in that division and
0: (laughs) probably some uh, some things need to go out to pasture and maybe, you know, start over again. But AFC East, the Bills, an absolutely terrifying team. Josh Allen is one of like Patrick Mahomes gets all the like praise and all the accolades because he won a Super Bowl. But in a lot of ways, I don't know when I see what Josh Allen does and like the throws that he makes off of one foot or the absolutely tanking of hits from linebackers bouncing off of them and keep going like Josh Allen might be the best quarterback in the NFL. Like it's like, I think there's a real argument to be made about it and he's just getting better and better. Like, that game that he played last year against Patrick Mahomes is one of the greatest things of shame ever. The NFL that he didn't even get to touch the ball. It's the rules. I'm not like fighting about the rules. I'm just saying with the comeback that he made change the rules. Yeah. They changed the rules literally for Josh Allen. Yes, yeah. Because the comeback that he made, he deserved another chance at that ball. Like I remember watching that game and going, there's no way in hell that I was like, this game's over. There's only, what, I think it was like four minutes left in the fourth quarter. Like, no, we can't come back from this. How much time was left on the clock? And regulation
1: was like 13 seconds or something like that. Yeah. And they needed to go like a certain amount, like, down the field to get a chance for the field goal. Like, yeah, when they scored that touchdown, with that amount of time left, it's like, it's it's over. The the Bills are going to the FC Championship. Like, they're probably going to the Super Bowl, too. They're going to beat the Bengals, but no fucking i don't know what happened at the end of the game like yeah absolutely just fell apart but yeah go on
0: sorry i'm just uh, (laughs) no absolute madhouse and that team through addition and that defense the bills are a scary fucking team and even as a patriots fan like i don't know if i could pick the patriots to win this division this year I think the Patriots have improved even from last year. Leaps and bounds. This receiver core is gonna be even a tighter knit crew. Mac Jones is gonna get better.
1: Let's let's agree on one thing before we keep on going. The Jets are gonna be last. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> the I'm poor let's just get that out of the way.
0: The poor the Jets poor, poor Jets. Like I, I feel bad.
1: I think they might have had the best draft out of any team, from what I've heard. But, like, they – yeah, they're not there yet. But in a couple no. years, they could be pretty deadly. They had a lot of draft picks this year.
0: Oh, yeah. No, the Jets in, like, four to five years could be a really like good Zach team.
1: Wilson. If you want to talk about Zach Wilson and what happened to him this past week, we can talk about that, too.
0: Oh, yeah. Banging people's mom.
1: Yeah, his friends – mom's best friend.
0: Yeah. You don't mess around. Don't don't come at Zach Wilson.
1: He's only played in the NFL for one year. He's already an NFL legend.
0: <laughs> it's true. He's the stifler of uh, the, or uh, what's his name from? Uh, Finch. Finch. Good old Finch. from American pie. Glory. Brick. Good old shit brick. But yes, uh, Patriots. We're going to be great this year. I'm actually excited about this team. I think it's going to be really, really solid. And I can see us. We're definitely making a wild card. And I will challenge the bills. Like, especially after that drubbing they gave us in the playoffs, they're the Patriots are going to be coming for blood this next year. So I think we'll split the series. We'll win in uh, New England, and they'll win in Buffalo. And then we'll get a wild card slot. Third, I got the Dolphins, and I got them making the playoffs. I, I don't think Tua's great, but I think Tua, with the weapons that he's been given, is good enough to fucking succeed now. That team is stacked on offense that defense isn't a joke it's not the best defense in the world but they got some fucking hitters on it they got some solid corners i think the dolphins are going to compete with everyone in the nfl this year and i got them making the playoffs i have both the patriots and dolphins at 12 and 5 and i have the bills at 13 and 4 winning the division and then i have the jets and i I'm gonna set the over under at three and a half games for Jets win total this year because they are they had a great draft, don't get me wrong, but they are young and they are still figuring it out, and I just don't see anything good happening for the Jets this year, so I'm setting their win total at over under three and a half, okay,
1: so. My, I'm going to recap mine. I'm trying to figure out my playoff teams. So in the West, coming out of the West, I.
0: You said the Chargers winning. And I think you said the Chiefs as well.
1: Yes. Um, I didn't say if I had two teams coming out of there. Mm, I'm going to go with. The Chargers are the only team coming out of the West. So that means I'm going to have. In the South, I have the Colts and the Titans, and then the North, I have the Ravens and the Bengals. So only the, one
0: team out of oh, the East. Two. Oh yeah, because you only had one out of yep, only one out of the West. Yep, sorry.
1: Um, so I have obviously the Bills winning this division. I think the Bills got even stronger. Um, they add more pieces. They got Von Miller now, who will help out this year, but. I don't know, like how long he's gonna help out. I think him a pretty big deal for like a long time. I think they overpaid for him.
0: He's but... just trying to get as many fucking rings as he can at the in the heyday or the heydays of his uh, career, huh?
1: He's gonna help out this year for sure. Um, the Bills are gonna be, in my opinion on paper, the Bills are the team to beat in the AFC. So, Bills are gonna win the division and. Obviously, I said the Jets are going to get last place. I think they'll get over three wins. I have them win in five games. All right, so I think you take the over. I feel like they have a good culture and they believe in their head coach. And I think that – I really like Zach Wilson as a quarterback as well. So they might even win like six games if like he has a like pretty good season. Um, so then it's between the Patriots and the Dolphins. And – i do like mac jones i think that he had a lot of unfair criticism last year um but also i like the way the dolphins were like down and out last year and then just rattled off seven in a row and i feel like most of the pieces are still put together for that team now plus Tariq Hill. I I think I like the Dolphins to get second place in this division and the Patriots to have a good season, but like probably get knocked out in like week 18 and just miss the playoffs. I just I don't know. I think to uh also is harshly criticized at times because I do think he's a good quarterback. And it's interesting that they're both Alabama quarterbacks, which is Kind of cool. But uh, so I'm going to go with Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets.
0: That's fair. I'm not going to, you know, strike you down for not picking my Patriots in the playoffs, but I don't agree.
1: You believe in Mac Jones, though. Don't get me wrong.
0: I think this is the year I'm going to buy a Mac Jones jersey. I didn't buy one last year, but I think this is the year I buy one.
1: I think we got a good young crop of QBs that are going to be solid for, like, this next generation.
0: Oh, yeah. And once again, the AFC is just a murderer's row of teams. It's absolutely insane how stacked the AFC is. Now let's go to the lesser division real quick. Conference. Yeah, conference. All right. We're going to start in the NFC, let's say, East. We were in the AFC East, so let's just pop over to the NFC East. And it's your turn to go first, Diesel.
1: In the NFC East, like... I hate this division for some reason. It's just, I don't know, they're just, there's this feeling about the NFC East that just, nobody ever wants to win it. Like, how many times has there been back-to-back winners since they realigned the divisions? Like, maybe twice. So, um, I don't know, last year, Cowboys won, and we all know what happened to the Cowboys. They uh, got Mike McCarthy in the playoffs with the, I mean, It was a good thought. Shouldn't happen because it was stupid execution. But I can see his thought process. And there's one thing that – if there's one good thing I have to say about Mike McCarthy is he is always, like, thinking outside of the box. And it works out for him sometimes. Like in the Super Bowl 45 when he started the second half with an onside kick and caught the Steelers off guard. That was a great idea. But – with 16 seconds left to run a quarterback draw down the middle of the field with no timeouts. That wasn't smart. Not a good idea.
0: (laughs) Not not, not the brightest.
1: Yes, but that being said, I think the Cowboys are going to be 11-6. and And I think that's what it's going to take to win this division. I think that the Eagles have improved with getting A.J. Brown, and they were already pretty decent. They they just snuck into the playoffs last year with that final wild-card spot but they got murdered. Um, that was one of the only bad games of the playoffs. Um, I think the Cowboys are still going to win the division. Eagles are going to get second. Um, we got the Giants and... Now the commanders, which the commander is so weird. It's so weird. So the Giants are gonna get last. I think the commanders they're gonna go eight and nine. I think that the Eagles will go nine and eight again. And yeah, the commanders they'll be okay. I think Carson Wentz will be okay, but nothing special. Um, they got a really good young receiver in McLaurin, which Scary Terry, that, baby. Yeah, the Packers were like rumored to like trade for him, and that would have been kind of cool if they would have, but didn't happen. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I just think that the Cowboys have the best quarterback in the division. I think that Dak Prescott is a good quarterback, but I still think he's like. If not the top of the B's, he's the last of the A's. But I do like Jack Prescott. And I think this division is really up for grabs. But I think the Cowboys have the most talent. So I'm going go to Cowboys.
0: I, I I did I don't disagree. I like the Cowboys as well. But not to win the division. Because I think this is my biggest surprise in the NFC. Is the ascension of Jalen Hurts. And I think the Eagles actually this year are pretty damn good. I think they finished like 12 and five and kind of run away with this division because while I like the Cowboys talent, I think that unless everything bounces right for them, which it never seems to. And with having Mike McCarthy as your coach, I just kind of see them kind of falling apart here. And then I also think the giants and the commanders are both teams that may be good in the next three to four years, but at this point they're in their pupa stage and they're both kind of terrible. I think two of the worst records in the NFL might come out of this division with both the Commanders and the Giants like having terrible records. But being competitive in games, like not getting blown out, I think there'll be a lot of parity in the league this year, as there always is, but I think a lot of teams are going to actually win the games that we thought we're going to win the games, they're just going to be real close.
1: I feel bad for Daniel Jones because, like, I had high hopes for him coming out, but I don't know. I think that the Giants were probably a bad place for him to go. And like, I mean, we all saw what happened to Sam Darnold, and like last year, he was pretty god awful for the Panthers. But I don't know. I feel bad for Daniel Jones. This division is definitely a competitive division, but in a bad way, where the AFC West is a competitive because like anybody is good enough to win a Super Bowl in that division. It's this division is we're hoping to get hot in January and make a run to the Super Bowl. We just have to win it to get into the playoffs. Cause I only feel like one team's getting into the playoffs from this division. And for me, that would be the Cowboys. And it pains me to say that because Mike McCarthy is their coach. And I don't want to see Mike McCarthy do well for the Cowboys because Packers and the Cowboys have a heated rivalry over the course of NFL history. And I'm looking forward to the game that the Cowboys play against the Packers this year in Lambeau. And I will be very devastated if Mike McCarthy comes back to Lambeau and beats Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. That would be like one of the worst things ever to happen.
0: Yeah, I also 100% agree. Only one team out of this division is making the playoffs, but I just think it's going to be the Eagles instead of the Cowboys. And I hope that Mike McCarthy does get stomped by the Packers just because. One of my fondest memories is everyone being over at my place and eating spaghetti and watching the Packers-Cowboy game.
1: Yep, the that, Packers
0: lost that game, unfortunately. Oh man,
1: and they got screwed. That was the To Popcorn game, too. Yep. Uh, yeah. But hey, Aaron Rodgers, that's when you knew that they had a star on their hands.
0: Yeah, that's probably the that game was, that cemented them saying, yeah, Brett Favre, you can leave.
1: I mean, that's, like, in the course of NFL history, that's actually a really important game, if you think about it.
0: Yeah. 100%. I mean, the
1: Packers, Packers were on fire that year. And, oh, man, like, sidebar for one second, 07, when, like, everyone thought it was going to be Packers, Cowboys, and the NFC Championship. And then when the uh, fucking Giants beat the Cowboys, It's And they had to come to Lambeau Field for NFC Championship. I'm like, we're going to the Super Bowl. There's no fucking way that the Giants are going to beat us. And, yeah, they beat us. And then I'm not even going to say anything further because that just makes Chad really sad. So we're going to move on to the NFC South, which this one is a little interesting, too, because you have – Tom Brady, who retired at the end of last season, which I am not surprised that he is playing in this season. It no, just, not at all. I I kind of knew in the back of my mind that this was going to happen. I didn't want it to happen because it also makes me worry that he's going to come out and he's going to stink it up and kind of like what Brett Favre did. And like, it's like, dude, if you would have just ended it after last year we know he didn't win the championship but you would have ended fighting like that rams game like when they were down by so much and like man tom brady like refused to lose top three performances in his career in that game for sure um
0: i mean not the first half but
1: see and like you know i feel about tom brady but it's at the point where now it's just like you want his legacy to be intact you don't want anything to tarnish it because And i got to live through tom brady we didn't mean i had to be a fan for of him but like now kind of now that he's back like on the 18th hole i can kind of like retrospective look back at him be like i mean it was kind of cool like seeing this guy dominate the league and everything like that and i don't want to see his final season him be garbage. And like, you remember that like Brett Favre, you know? So hopefully that's not the case. So that being said, I'm going to assume that he's not going to be garbage. And I think that this is the Buccaneers division to lose. Um, I also feel like, and this is one of my surprises and a lot of people are going to say I'm nuts because like, the saints are in this division and a lot of people think the saints have improved a lot, but I also have a good feeling about the Panthers and really Baker Mayfield Baker Mayfield has a bad rap because nobody in the media likes him. And like, people just talk shit about him all the time. I don't think he's that bad of a quarterback. Like he played hurt last year. Like if he wouldn't have played everyone would have said he was a baby back bitch he played with a bad throwing shoulder and couldn't perform up to like the levels they needed him to perform in the playoffs. Everyone says he's a bad quarterback. It's like Baker can't win. Like I feel like Baker is definitely unfairly treated and there's a reason he went number one overall. And I think like week one, I want to see him just like demolish the Browns. That would be amazing. Like I am big fan of Baker and like he won them a playoff game against the Steelers and like they just no love for him. I just I don't get this organization. like it's just it's it's they have the right name because they're shitty like <laughs> they, they are shitty to their players and like the way the whole stuff like Odell went down and like just everything. yeah it's just I don't know. But like, yes, I think that the Panthers are going to get second in this division, and probably get that last wild card spot, that seven spot. Like, I believe in Baker. I also believe in their coach. I can't remember his name right now. The kind of chubby guy that looks like the creator of community. Matt Rule. Yeah, Matt Rule. Like, got a I great name. I no, no, I'm also a believer in him. um I think that the Saints are going to be good. Um, they have great receivers. They have, they just signed the honey badger too. But my thing is, I don't think Jameis Winston is going to stay healthy for an entire season. And they're going to fall into that trap that they fell into last year. And also Dennis Allen is now their head coach, which his track record of being a head coach isn't that great. He used to coach uh, Oakland and yeah, he didn't do very good. Um, I don't know. I'm just not a believer in the Saints. I just feel like that Jameis is going to get hurt. Um, So I put them at third and then who am I missing?
0: Oh, the ATL.
1: Oh, yeah. Obviously. Sorry, Atlanta. Yeah, You're going to be fighting for that number one spot and maybe get a really good quarterback because I just don't think that you're going to be doing anything with Marcus Mariota. I mean, I like Marcus Mariota, but he doesn't have anything to, like around him. Like Ridley is out for the year, whether he wanted to come back or not, he's suspended because he bet on a game while he wasn't playing when he left the league, but he bet on the, I don't know. That's just, I don't know. That just seems like got Kyle
0: me. Pitts and that's it.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, they got Cordero, like he had a monster year last year. Like, man, they used him, right. I'm surprised no other teams like used them like that. Yeah. Like, the Vikings and the Bears fucked up, for sure, because that guy is good, and he still is good. Um, yeah, but there, there's no way they're winning more than four games. There's no way. No. And, like, I don't know. They, Like I said, they'll be fighting to get a uh, number one quarterback, and who knows, maybe that, that's good for them because they rode Matt Ryan for a really long time. And so, I don't know. But, yeah, that's my – it's going to be – Buccaneers, Panthers, uh, yeah. Other
0: two Saints, Atlanta. It's
1: Saints, Atlanta.
0: Um, I, have, I have the Bucks winning. I think that Tom Brady coming back was a foregone conclusion. I, do, I think he's got one more season in the tank. I know he's made a lot of jokes about playing until he's 50 and everything like that. I think this has got to be Tom Brady's last year. Because as much as I love Tom Brady, and I do think last year, I mean, he led the league in yards, touchdowns, you know, completion percentage, all those like stats and everything like that. And then he brought them back in that game against the Rams, which they, you know, still lost in the end. But I think he's got one more year in him, and I think they run away with this division because I think that I, I do agree with you. I like that the Panthers, what they've done. I think Baker will be a good quarterback there for them. But The real question is, can Christian McCaffrey stay healthy for an entire season? Because without CMC, that team just doesn't go. With CMC, hell yeah, I could completely see what you are saying and agree that, yeah, they could sneak into the playoffs. But if he misses another, you know, seven to ten games again this year, I just don't think they have enough anywhere else on the field to get them over the hump. And I don't think their defense is there yet to, you know, shut people down. The Saints, I want to believe in Jameis Winston. I think he gets an unfair rap, especially with all of the talk about him, you know, basically not being able to see because he needed LASIK and he just didn't. And it's just a wild thing. And now he's going to be healthy, hopefully. And that wide receiver core is good. You got Alvin Kamara. I just, I don't think that either the Saints, the Panthers, or the very... I feel bad for Kyle Pitts and the Atlanta Falcons are going to be able to do much of anything this year. I think they all have rough schedules, and I think the Bucks are going to beat up on them. The are clearly going to lose probably one, or if not both games, to New Orleans, because that's just what they do during the regular season. For some reason, Tom Brady can't beat New Orleans in the regular season. But besides that, I see the Bucks sweeping this division, and only the Bucks making the playoffs here from the South.
1: Okay, then either the second or third best division in the league, the NFC West. What do you got? You, you go first this time.
0: Who This This is another, like, if Seattle just would have improved at all, like, this would probably be the best division in football. Like, but instead they went the opposite way.
1: That, I'm kind of surprised that they didn't offer more for Baker.
0: Yeah. I, I am, too, with just you have the 49ers, you have the Seattle Seahawks, you have the Arizona Cardinals, and you have the L.A. Rams. Like, this division is stacked from top to bottom. If Seattle just doesn't trade Russell Wilson, and or if they do, then get something better than Drew Locke. Because don't get me wrong, I don't think Drew Locke is that bad, but I also don't think he's that good. Like he's a solid quarterback who is like a filler guy. He's the kind of guy you get for the years while you're waiting for your next franchise quarterback. But the rest of Seattle's team isn't set up like that. Like you have DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. You have like so many pieces on that team. And that defense with a lot of like no names and things like that still is always good because it's Seattle. But they're getting last in this division. Like, it's without a question. They get last.
1: I feel like it was a really weird trade, too, because they traded Drew Locke and Noah Fant, which Noah Fant is a good tight end, and I don't understand why they'd want to give up that piece if they're getting Russell Wilson. Like, I feel like, I don't know, it's not as good of a trade because you're you're giving up a little too much. I don't know. I mean, Russell Wilson's good, but like think about like having no fan to throw to as another option. Like that'd be money. And that would definitely be build building a team to beat the chiefs. But
0: yeah, I don't know. It was a weird trade overall. Just the whole Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. And then what the Seattle got in return. It's just weird. I think, Seattle is definitely in rebuilding mode, which I also think that means this has got to be Pete Carroll's last year, right?
1: I'm surprised he's still there. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't get fired last season. Like, it just – I don't know. He hasn't been a bad coach. I mean, he's been to two Super Bowls and everything like that, 1-1. But, like, sometimes it's just time to start fresh. And, like, they've passed that time. I'm just – they're just holding on to the fact that he's taken them to just two Super Bowls. So it's that's the only thing, and it's actually hurting them because they do need to get somebody else in there and write this ship because their stadium is actually a ship, so it works.
0: Hey, totally works. And yeah, so I just can't, I can't see Seattle doing much this year. But then you get the other three teams in this division: the Cardinals, the Niners, and the frickin' Rams, the Super Bowl defending Rams, and you just like, where do you fucking go with this division? Like, I mean, do the Cardinals finally get their shit together? And, like, would that roster, like, dominate the way they should? Do the Rams repeat because they basically kept everything and are just saying we're going to just run it back one more time?
1: Well, or they do they just keep everything? I think they upgraded. Hmm. Like, they got Bobby Wagner on defense and – uh who did they sign in receiver? Because um, they lost Robert Woods.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who did um, they get a wide receiver? They got someone else really good. You're right.
1: No, well, I got Allen Robinson.
0: There we go. Allen Robinson. I, mean, I guess it's
1: not not really an upgrade from Robert Woods, but I mean, Allen Robinson is a pretty good number two.
0: Yeah. He was a number but, one yeah. for many years.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, chances are once Odell gets healthy, they're going to re-sign him as well. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. I- and
0: then yes, yeah. you have the fucking 49ers who are the absolute wild card in this whole bunch. Is Jimmy G starting? He's not. Is Trey Lance gonna be the next like coming of like the Super Bowl like quarterback winning god? I don't know, but I want to see it because I love I love me some Trey Lance. I really you know wanted what, the Patriots to get him.
1: Going back to the beginning of this conversation about like the craziest thing that has happened in the soft season so far. I wanted to add as honorable mention. The craziest thing that has happened is that Jimmy G did not get traded. Yeah, that he's still remember. Like it was like almost a foregone conclusion when they lost the NFC Championship that that was Jimmy G's last game as a Forty Nine er. And I mean, I kind of thought it was stupid because I thought Jimmy G has performed very well as a Forty Nine er, and any team that trades for him would be lucky to have him. But like, I don't know. I just didn't see it, him staying because they have Trey Lance. That makes me wonder if Trey Lance isn't where they need him to be yet. And, like, because he didn't look very good when he played last year. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, a couple know. standout like, plays. What if he's but... a bust? What if he's a bust? And, like, that's what they're thinking. And that's why they have to hold on to Jimmy G. But he's, he's going to open the season as the starter. He almost took him to another Super Bowl. Yeah. Like – I don't know. He's also one of those quarterbacks that people kind of throw shade on, but it's like, dude, this guy came from the Patriots, so he knows how to fucking win. Like Tom Brady didn't always win every year when he was playing his best. He won because they were winning, they were winners. Like, yeah, he's part of that. Like, so like I think Jimmy G is actually like a very valuable, valuable commodity. So good on the 49ers for keeping them. I hate the 49ers though.
0: <laughs> uh well after all of that and just i i'm basically throwing darts at a just board here because i think all three of these teams are playoff teams obviously if you didn't catch it from my earlier things i think they all are and I, I don't care i think it's true and so i'm gonna say cards in third the 49ers in second and the rams in first all with like 10 and I think the eleven and six will be the cards, and they'll go up from there.
1: Cardinals are going seven and eleven. No, seven and ten. Um, they don't have Hopkins for uh, four games. It's
0: four games, and they
1: don't have Hopkins at the beginning of the season. Um. Kyler Murray doesn't want to be there. He wanted them to trade him, and, like, they're like, no. He's, like, the same as Lamar Jackson. He's going to up and leave when his contract's up. I just feel like they're dysfunctional. I don't think Cliff Kingsbury is a very good coach. I just don't feel like he can, like, get these guys together to be, like, because they should have been really good last year. And I know, like, they got injured a little bit, but, like, when they were back to full strength, they sucked still. It just – I don't know. I don't believe in Cliff Kingsbury. That's why I think the Cardinals aren't going to be very good this year. So I have them as third. And, yeah, I think that it's going to be 49ers at second, Rams at first. 49ers are going to lose the division by, like, two games. So they'll be, like, 11-6. and six, And the Rams will be 13-5 and – or –
0: no, 13-4. Four. Four. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to the, I guess, elephant in the room, which is, of course, Diesel's favorite division in football. And by favorite division, I mean it has his favorite team in it. We're going to the NFC North, folks. And, I mean, it's a foregone conclusion, who is at number one. I guess it's really a race to the bottom to see who you thinks is there.
1: So... By everything that I just picked, that means I have two teams coming out of this division, which it could happen in the FC.
0: I have two Um, teams coming out of this division as well.
1: So, yeah, so basically, obviously, the Packers are winning this division. It's like even without Devontae Adams, like this receiving court that they have is unproven. But, like, I just have this feeling that somebody is going to step up. And it could be Alan Lazard. It could be Christian Watson. It could be Dobbs. It could be, like, I don't know. It's not going to be Randall Cobb, that's for sure. But <laughs> Randall Cobb, he's going to have some big moments. It's just, like, Randall Cobb is just there to kind of be, like, the old man that's, like, you know, in I think charge he's of basic, all young receivers.
0: I was going to say, I think he's basically the intermediary between Aaron Rodgers and the wide receivers, Aaron yeah, Rodgers probably, like. yeah, gives all like the messages that. to Cobb and then goes, "All right, go translate that and tell them what they'll understand."
1: Like, trust me, I, I love Randall Cobb. Like, I'm glad the Packers brought him back. I still think that he can play. I mean, he's not an every down guy, but like, I think putting him out there in the slot on third down is a good decision. But. So I think somebody is going to step up, and like now that I have Sammy Watkins too. I don't think that he's going to be the guy to step up, but I think he is going to might have the best season of his career with Aaron Rodgers. Like I know that he's been on other good teams too. Like he played for the Bills, he played for uh, the Chiefs for the last few seasons and stuff like that. And I don't know he he played with guys like Tariq Hill. He played with other guys that were. Like, above him, he was always, like, a number two. And he's going to be number two on the depth chart behind Lazard. But I still feel like he's going to see a lot more passes thrown his way. So I think he has a possibility to have one of the best seasons of his career in Green Bay. And plus, they are they got really good running backs. They got the back-to-back MVP. Their offense is going to be high middle of the pack. They're not going to be top ten this year, I don't think, because I think – Without Devontae Adams, it's going to be a little easier to stop their offense. But that being said, I think their defense is built to be a top three defense in this league. And I think using the first two picks on first, they're both in the first round on two defensive players, and both of them from Georgia who just won the national championship, which is, I think, is awesome. I think, and like bringing back Rasul Douglas and Preston Smith. And um, Devondre Campbell, like they did a really good job this year and extending Alexander to making him the highest paid corner. Like their, their secondary and their offensive line or defensive line are could be the best in the NFL if you really look at it. Like I think the Packers are going all in this year and next year, and they're instead of doing their normal let's build our offense and give Aaron Rodgers everything he needs on offense and the Divas letting us down, they're going to be, let's get our defense out there. People aren't going to be able to score points on us. And our offense is going to let us down now, and we're going to lose the NFC Championship. So but the Packers are going to win the uh, NFC North. Then it's who's going to get last. And I know who's going to get last, the Chicago Bears. I don't believe in Justin Fields, and even if I did, the Bears did nothing in this offseason to help him out at all. They got rid of their best defenders, Cleo Mack. We didn't even mention that. He plays for the Chargers. That's another reason they're going to win that division. Oh, yeah. Um, Like, the Bears, they suck, and they might get the first pick this year. Like, I think the Bears are going to be that bad. But that's what we'll have to wait and see. So then it's between the Lions and the Vikings. And I go back and forth how I feel about this. I definitely feel the Lions are going to be more improved. I do think the Vikings have a solid team. They have a really good defense. They have good receivers. And they have – what's his face at running back? Can not think of his name right now?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I can't think of his name either. Sorry.
1: We're, we're horrible at this. Yep. Um, when he's healthy, I can picture his face, like, perfectly. Oh, I keep on saying Alvin Kamara, but that's the same. Um, yeah. Anyways, like, the Vikings are pretty decent, but there's just something about the Lions under Dan Campbell and the way, like like, the resilience they had last year and, like, how many games did they lose on the final drive by like less than four points. They're like four points or less. Or like they could have won like six more games than they did last year. I just like I don't know. There's something about them that like makes me feel like they're on the rise, but I just can't see them surpassing the Vikings at number two. And they're gonna they're gonna be decent. They'll be an eight. There'll be a seven-win team this year, the Lions. Uh, but the Vikings are probably going to win 10 games. And they'll get in with the wild card.
0: Yeah, the, the Packers winning, foregone conclusion. I completely agree with you. I think this year is more about the defense than it is about the offense. Because if, you know, he can show that this defense is built really well with all the draft picks they've put into it, then it shows that, yeah, they don't even really need Aaron Rodgers going forward. So if he stays or if he goes, that's fine. The Packers then have this solid core of defense now built and the great stable of running back. So I, I it's the Packers' division to lose by far. I think this is the division in football I'm the most sure about who's going to win. And actually, when I say I said it like kind of questioningly, it's actually not even a question. This is by far the division I'm most sure about and if the Packers lost this division, I it worries would be shocked. Me
1: though, because me too, because it gives me like a good feeling that like it's the Packers division and like, but at the same time, that worries me because there has been seasons where Aaron Rodgers goes down and then it's like they're fucked. You know, that's and like those are the seasons too where it's like it's the Packers division to lose and they lose Aaron Rodgers and they lose the division. So it's like,
0: I mean, you just never can tell with the injury bug who it's going to strike. So you just got to cross your fingers and hope. In second place, going to the playoffs for the first time in what feels like a thousand years.
1: It's only been like five, or six,
0: a thousand years. The Detroit Lions, as the law of averages has to average out this year, and all of those close games they lost last year. They've got to win at least a few more of those games, folks. And they have a good team. Not a great team, but a good team. And Jared Goff takes a lot of fucking shit. He's a Super Bowl quarterback. He's been to a motherfucking Super Bowl, people. And they believe in Dan Campbell so much. It's wild. I have never seen a team rally behind a coach more than the Lions do around him. Especially in losing seasons. Like... Come on, I I just got to believe that this is the Lions' year to make the playoffs again and maybe even get a win, a wild-card win on the weekend, just for real shits and giggles.
1: You know what, like, one of the craziest things in, like, all the NFL is? The Lions have never won a playoff game in the Super Bowl era. Like, think about that. So since 1967, I think, was, like, the 66 season or whatever, the Lions never have won a playoff game. They've been in the playoffs like four times, I think, in that span as well, which is nuts. How can this franchise be this bad for this long when, like, if you go back before the Super Bowl era, they were one of the more dominant franchises in NFL history. It's, it's the same with the Browns too. It's, it's mind-boggling.
0: It is, like how, especially with the way the NFL works and the worst teams always getting the top draft picks and everything of that nature, how have they not been able to turn it around and, you know, have at least one, like, good year where you do something and you come back to glory? The Bengals did it in, like, three years.
1: They had Barry Sanders, arguably the best running back in the history of the NFL.
0: They had Kelvin Johnson, arguably one of the greatest wide receivers of all time.
1: Matt Stafford throwing to him, like... They had Matt Stafford for 13 seasons. And the first thing he did when he left was win a Super Bowl MVP. Like, seriously, like, like, and I'm like, good for him, for real. Like, and I feel like every Lions yeah. fan out there is was rooting for the Rams in that Super Bowl because like Matt Stafford is gonna be their guy for life. Because he did nothing wrong for the Lions except try to win for them. He had his heart and soul for the Lions, and Matt Stafford will forever be one of my favorite quarterbacks because of that. But, yeah. Wasn't my turn to talk.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that you're 100% right, that every Lions fan was rooting for Stafford to win that game. And when he did – like, no no Lions fan was mad that he won a Super Bowl, which is just a sign. That guy played through injury. He played, like, even in losing seasons, he never went off the field unless he was physically forced to. Like, he was always, like, he was wearing flak jackets. He was getting his ass kicked. They never had an offensive line. I just think this is their year. They're going to make the playoffs, and they're going to finally do it. They're going to win a fucking playoff game. They're going to lose in the next round, but they're going to win a playoff game.
1: I like golf. I do like Um, So, yeah, and I think that it's crazy that he just got written off because he got traded to the Lions, so now he's the Lions quarterback, so that must mean he's a piece of shit, which, like you said, he took his team to the Super Bowl. He was the number one overall draft pick, and, yeah, maybe he hasn't, like, lived up to that. But there's a lot of other number one overall draft pick quarterbacks that have played a lot worse than Goff has played. So, like, they're definitely going to be better this year. And I thought Goff had a really decent season last year for them only winning, like, what, three games? Yeah. Like, Goff, like, he didn't play the full year. He was injured part of it. But, like, when he was on the field, I thought he had a really decent season. He was one of the better quarterbacks out there that no one ever talked about. So,
0: yeah. And yeah. they got Amun Ross St. Brown. And he's going to be on every one of my fantasy teams because he's got the greatest name.
1: Yeah, the Packers got rid of his brother.
0: Aquaman He went to the Bears. Yeah.
1: Um, we're, uh, so what do you have to say about the Vikings then?
0: I think the Vikings are – I think the Vikings and uh, Bears are both kind of in the same boat this year where they're just kind of middle-of-the-row teams where I think they could win – anywhere between six to nine games, just depending on how where the cookie crumbles. But I don't think they're playoff teams, and I don't really know what those teams are doing. They they seem to try and be in win-now mode, but they also don't because they both trade away a lot of their pieces every time they get a chance or don't go for the pieces that are out there. I don't really – I don't know yeah, if so I – They got
1: a decent run game when – what's his face? I can't remember his name for some reason.
0: Dalvin Cooks?
1: Yeah, Delvin Cook. When Delvin Cook stays on the field, like, they got a good running game. And Justin Jefferson is definitely one of the top receivers in the league. Kirk Cousins is just
0: – Kirk he's Cousins. <laughs>
1: he's, he's Kirk Cousins. Mad. He's not bad. No. But he's not good either. Like, like, on the scale of quarterbacks, in, like, 2009, he was Eli Manning.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's Kirk Cousins. He's never gonna the
1: new mouth breather.
0: Yeah, he just he might win you a few games if he's in a real lucky state of mind and he'll give you a sound bite where he's all jacked up after a game. You like that? But you know, besides that, I you know, I don't think he's as even as good as Eli was because I don't know if he's getting a Super Bowl <laughs> ever.
1: Oh no, no, he's not. He's definitely not with the Vikings, but yeah. um I don't know what other team. Yeah, I don't know. Cause he's kinda he's definitely on the back nine. He's oh, been yeah. in the league for a long time now. So long it's time. like, and he's not, he's not Matthew Stafford either, where like he was really good. No. Like he's been a good quarterback. Like, don't get me wrong, but he's not Hall of Fame worthy where Matt no. Stafford is. That's why he won a Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. No, Matt Stafford, Hall of Famer, Kirk Cousins will be selling cars uh after he's done his NFL career. Actually, that's a lie. He'll definitely be a broadcast person somewhere. He went to Michigan State. He's he's a smart yeah, dude. he'll be
1: he'll be in the Michigan State Hall of Fame. How about yeah.
0: that? Yeah. Oh, for sure. They don't have a big Hall of Fame for quarterbacks, so fucking throw him in there, baby. For
1: sure.
0: Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. They're going to get I'll, I'll just say the I'm going to you know, I actually believe a little bit in Justin Fields, so I'll say the Bears get third and the Vikings get fourth.
1: All right. So then I just, like, skipped the whole playoffs. Let's go to the championship rounds. Who do you got representing in the AFC?
0: Uh, the AFC for the championship game is going to be the Bills and the Chargers.
1: Interesting. I have the Bills as well, but I have them going up against the Colts. But, like, the Bills and Chargers would be a good one as well. Yeah, But I think, like, the Chargers and the Bills might meet up in the divisional round.
0: It's a possibility. I think it all for the AFC might come down to seeding, like where everyone like, is playing.
1: I just feel like it's they're going to go one and two. The Bills are going to get the bye week, and then I feel like the Colts are going to get the second seed. So I just feel like they're going to dominate, and we're going to get a one and two final in the AFC.
0: I, I feel I the same
1: way about the a- or the AFC. I feel the same way about the NFC, by the way, too.
0: Yeah, the NFC. All right, who's your NFC teams then?
1: Got a rematch of the 2020 season NFC championship game. I think it's going to be the Packers and the Buccaneers, but this time the game is going to be in Tampa Bay.
0: Wow. Um, I have the Buccaneers – And I have the San Francisco 49ers.
1: Then once again, I think like the Buccaneers and the 49ers are going to run into each other before the championship. Because I feel like these are going to be the one and two seeds. Yeah, I think that the Rams are going to be three because I think it's also going to go head to head with the Packers because they play each other. I think the Packers are going to beat them, because they always beat the Rams in the regular season. It's true. I guess they do beat them in the playoffs, too. That's one of the teams that they can beat in the playoffs. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyways, I just think, yeah. Um, and then I'm going to go with a uh, Super Bowl that would make uh, Drew Rindell extremely happy, and that would be Bill's Packers.
0: Wow. Really going just full on Homer for yourself right there. I like it. I like it a lot.
1: I mean, I'm I never pick the Packers to go like to the Super Bowl just because I mean I do, but I don't like if I if I don't feel like they're gonna go to the Super Bowl, I don't just throw them in there.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. I just feel like this defense might be enough to like get them over the hump. Like teams are really gonna have to try hard to score points on them. As long as they stay healthy, it's they're gonna be a really tough team to beat.
0: Yeah, I I could see it. I mean, I know I didn't pick him in the championship game, but I could definitely see the Packers making a championship game and making a Super Bowl run this year. The wow. NFC is super weak, and the Packers are one of the best teams in the conference by a lot, so definitely could happen. Uh, I think the Super Bowl is going to be one last stand of good old Tom Brady going back one more time, and he's going to be taking on... Josh Allen of the Bills. And I think in that Super Bowl scenario, I don't have Tom Brady riding off into the sunset happily. I think Josh Allen kind of rids himself of the demon of Tom Brady and Tom Brady retires.
1: Yeah, what's interesting about your NFC matchup, though, is you got Tom Brady versus Jimmy G.
0: What if, if Jimmy, Jimmy G, G
1: yeah. topples Tom Brady to go to the Super Bowl? Ooh. Like, I mean, that's a storyline right there. Like, that's what's so great about the NFL. It's like wrestling. Storylines all over the place. So, who do you got winning, then? Oh, okay, yeah, you already said. I said the Bills. Got the Bills I, I got the Bills winning I, the Super Bowl. I think I also feel like it's the Bills year. They just – they got to be hungry after that loss last year. Like, they almost made it two years ago, and then the way this shit went down, like, they should have won that game. Like, Yeah, like Josh Allen, he's got to be hungry. So I'm I'm going Bills. I I have the Packers and the NFC.
0: Yeah, no, I think that, honestly, I think whoever comes out of the AFC this year is winning the Super Bowl. I have the AFC. Like I know it's going to be an absolute dogfight, but as they always say, metal sharpens metal. And I think whoever comes out of the AFC is just going to have had to just banish such a murderer's row of teams to get there. They're going to come in, and I don't think it's going to be a slaughterhouse or anything. It'll be a Super Bowl. Super Bowl will be a good game, but I would definitely take the AFC uh, team against the NFC field if I was just making a bet on which way the Super Bowl is going this year.
1: On paper, yeah, because, yeah. like, once you get to January, as you saw with the 49ers last year, like, anything's possible. Anything is possible. Or even, or fuck, even the fucking Bengals.
0: Yeah. You know? It's true. Like zero to hero baby. That that Bengals team, it's it's wild. And you know there's going to be that surprise team. There always is. There's that one team every year that falls and that one team every year that rises. So those were our way too early NFL picks for this upcoming 2023 season which sounds especially weird to say, and I don't like it at all after it left my lips. So, we're gonna move on. Poor Chad has an existential freak out. Well, I think it's been a hell of a show, and that sound effect means it's time to wrap it up, baby. So, Diesel. Final thoughts time.
1: Uh, Final thoughts. Uh, This weekend, we're going to visit Emily's grandma. So that'll be fun. Um, We got some plans to go out to dinner, and then she's making us a pork tenderloin on, I think, Saturday night. Uh, Also, since it's in Illinois, I'm going to be hitting up the dispensary on the way home. Oh, man, bringing home some goodies for later. Um Other than that, I don't know what else got going on. I mean, it's going to be a pretty jam-packed weekend with uh, Head and Emily's grandmas. Next week, we're planning on trying to get a cat. We'll see what happens. Our last uh, try was unsuccessful because the cat we were going to get ran away like 12 hours before we were going to pick him up so that was sad so but we don't have any more like trips planned for the rest of the summer so we figure like now is a good time to get a kitten and yeah so we'll see maybe next time i talk to you we'll have a cat maybe not
0: Yeah, I uh, don't really have too much for final thoughts this week. This is actually the only weekend of the next probably like month and a half that I don't have something going on for a weekend. So Allison and I are pretty jacked just to kind of chill out and not do anything for a whole weekend. I mean, I clearly still have to work and everything like that, but no extra plans as last weekend, you know, we had a wedding. We went to a Mallards game, went to Thor. And then coming up, we got a cookout and clangs. At the Clang's. Cook out at the Clang's. We'll be there. Be a good time. Pro show.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be a weird time. Oh, yeah. Always is.
0: It's never not a weird time. But, yeah, I don't really have much for final thoughts. Uh, Pro wrestling is pro wrestling right now. It's Kind of, once again, a little bit of a, you know, downswing to go back up on the roller coaster because if we were up all the time, then we'd just all die and it wouldn't be as fun. But Diesel, why don't you do some social media stuff so we can get on out of here?
1: Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Diesel underscore VFTR. You can follow Chad on Twitter at Chads underscore mind or at View From No, no, or at VFTR2PO. That's the old one I almost went to. Went into really like autopilot. Real I hadn't
0: done that in a while.
1: Nope. Uh, You can follow us on Facebook or Instagram by searching View from the Top Rope Official. We're on YouTube at View from the Top Rope. You can follow us or you can send us an email at ofviewfromtoprope at gmail.com. Follow Visionaries Global Media at Vision, Vis Global Media at, no, God damn it. I'm just, yeah, I give up. Follow (laughs) us. Follow Visionaries Global Media on Twitter at Media. Send your podcasts into VisionariesGlobalMedia at gmail.com, where you'll be heard on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Podknife, and Potable. And I'm so glad that's done because I was having issues this week
0: wow man uh we still love you even though that was one of your biggest biffs in a long time that was pretty rough to listen to i don't
1: know i see i started out on autopilot and then like trying to like catch up from where it was just it was a mess i shouldn't do that
0: (laughs) (laughs) obviously obviously not well on that note though we thank you so much for listening to this madness that we call a podcast hopefully we've gotten you through that boring work day that workout that we're so proud of you for finishing or whatever else you happen to be doing while you're listening to this podcast. I have been Chad. He has been diesel. Once again, thank you so much for all of our listeners out there. We love every one of you. We love just doing this podcast. Thank you for listening to my daughter cry in the background. If I don't cut it all out, cause I'm definitely not going to, she loves you all as well, but always remember to be nice to each other out there. There's no reason to be a dick. We're all just humans trying to survive on this spinning blue orb that we call Earth. And always remember to climb up high and enjoy VFTR 2.0.